When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everybody, we took this week off, but we're going to share one of our classic episodes. Enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real. <laughs> My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me via Zoom is... Is uh, Matthew uh, Patriarchy Patriot. <laughs> it's an inside joke, you'll get it in a yes. second. So, <clears throat> yes, my patriotic friends, we are covering a great American film. Because it's in the title. Yeah. It's American Pie Presents Girls Rule. Girls Rules. <laughs> Sorry. Girls oh. Rules. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I always thought it said Girls Rule. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Because, you know, what we all need in these trying times, which this was released on October 6, 2020, is another American Pie film because just, there's not enough American Pie films. Um Especially not enough direct-to-video ones. No. Oh, please, no. Definitely not enough. This is the second one we've covered on our podcast. You may remember our previous episode where we covered American Pie Presents Band Camp. I still stand by that film. It actually wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. Very, very problematic and possibly criminal, and v- oh, very de- definitely criminal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not the movie itself, but the actions of no. the char- characters within and the, the actions film. of the character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he definitely would have went to jail for that. But uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that most of the most of the American Pie movies have some form of uh, of uh, um delinquency and. Uh, bad crimes of some sort. Yeah. I don't know why I'm talking so subdued. Because you're you're like a sophisticated <clears throat> you know, person. Is a if I were a sub dude, would that be like if I'm a submissive dude? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like the principal in this film. <clears throat> Oh, okay. I was, I was wondering what you were doing with that. I thought, I thought 
thinking about like I, th- I was thinking some sandwich because I'm hungry, so that's what I was thinking. Maybe I'm not. Like, Maybe that's what they should call instead of a sandwich artist. The people at Subway should be called sub dudes. <laughs> sub dudes. <laughs> Person shows up with a whip. I want the the, the BMT and the. I, I I lost the joke. It just it, <laughs> it got away from you. <laughs> the, the cheddar. I can't. It's been like a year since I've been to Subway. The cheddar, blah blah, Italian urban cheddar. There you go, bread. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's it's understandable. It's 2020, and we really can't go to a lot of those places anymore. Yeah, exactly. So. My subway freaking closed down because, you know, the economy's doing so great that it's been in the past 30 years. And that restaurant's been in my neighborhood for the past 30 years and it closed down two weeks ago. Anyway, and then also the Ralphie's closed down across the street. And that's been there for about 20 years. Okay, cool. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. But um, America, fuck yeah. Anyways, um... (laughs) So this movie, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm hungry for a sub sandwich. God damn it! <laughs> Me too. I really want a pizza sub. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. <sighs> too bad. There's not really a subway within walking distance of my apartment. Um, or even driving distance, really. Oh, there's one decently within driving distance. Probably about a mm. five or ten minute drive, but. I don't have a car, folks, so I would have to walk. It's good exercise. American Pie. Maybe we should talk about it. Anyways, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. American Pie presents girls' rules. rules That's hard to yeah. say. It is. <clears throat> girls' rules. Yeah, it's kind of a weird. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh,. This uh, movie was directed by Mike Elliott. Mike Elliott has also directed well, he's a producer as well. He's produced a bunch of stuff. He produced Bulletproof 2, which we've covered on this podcast. (laughs) He also produced How High 2. Oh, my God. Granddaddy Daycare, which we covered on this podcast. Yeah. Um, Death Race 4. Okay. Um, Tremors, A Cold Day in Hell. Woody Woodpecker. Bigger, Fatter, Liar, which we covered on this podcast. I was going to say, his name sounded familiar to me, like Mike Elliott. Yeah, he's the producer of a bunch of direct-to-video sequels, it looks like. Okay. And some some Rob Zombie movies and stuff. Okay. Yeah, he produced Halloween 2. But he also produced, you know, War Games, The Dead Code, which is a direct-to-video sequel. Smoke and Aces 2, which is a direct-to-video sequel. Death Race 2. Blue Crush 2. Um... Huh. Little Rascals Save the Day. All direct video sequels. Um, <clears throat> Beethoven's Fifth. Um, <laughs> did we, I don't think we did that one, did we? No, we did the fourth, I think. Oh, okay. <clears throat> With Judge Reinhold. <laughs> yeah. He okay. uh, produced the TV series The New Adams Family, which was 
basically a sequel. Um, mm. And the the TV movie Adam's Family Reunion, which I want to cover for this podcast someday. Adam's um, Family Reunion. I think I saw that. Yeah, it's got a... Uh, it's got uh, Tim Curry in it. Um, yeah, but he's also, you know, he also produced Richie Rich's Christmas Wish. Um, <laughs> he's produced a hell of a lot of movies and TV shows. Good for him. Yeah, um, yeah. Good. But this one he directed. He also directed a movie called November Rule. He directed The Scorpion King 4, Quest for Power, <laughs> a, Warden, a Warden's Ransom, Blue Crush 2, and Beethoven's Big Break. <clears throat> okay, so that's our director, folks. Yeah. More power to him. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> Plus, he's a big dude with a bunch of tattoos that kind of scares me, so... <laughs> Okay. I'm only going to say good things about him. Yeah. For that reason. No. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the movie, uh, it's the uh, fifth installment of the direct-to-video sequels. It was written by Blaine Weaver and uh, David H. Steinberg. Um, based on the characters created by Adam Hurst for the first movie. Even though none of those characters really appear in it, but a relative of one of them does. Um, not sure how she's related, but she is. Okay, so our cast. We have Madison Pettis as Annie. Um, you may remember Madison from the movie The Game Plan with The Rock when she was a little girl made me feel old when I realized that she was in that movie. Alright, the character of Stephanie Stifler in this movie was played by Lizzie Broadway. Uh, are you recording, though? Yeah. Oh, okay, it doesn't say record on my end, so I was wondering. Oh. Hold on a second, then. Okay, yeah, the cast also included Lizzie Broadway as Stephanie Stifler. Uh, Lizzie is uh, from our hometown of Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So she's got that going for her. Yeah. And uh, we also had Piper Curta as Kayla, Natasha Brenham as Michelle, Darren Barnett as Grant, Zachary Gordon as Emmett, Cameron Ingalls as Tim, Chris Christian Valderrama as Oliver, um, Zane Emery as Jason, Ed Quinn as Kevin, Sarah Rue as Ellen, Barry Bostwick as Peepaw, <laughs> and uh, Danny Trejo as Mr. Garcia the Janitor. Yep. 
So a star-studded cast here. Mm-hmm. Hey, anything with Danny Trejo fixes any any movie that or show, no matter what is going on in it. So he was very underutilized in this movie, though. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't in a lot, but but yeah, his face pops up. You're like, oh boy, like like. I think he literally I has still, like one or two lines in the whole movie. Yeah, I mean, I still think of him as as Breacher from the Flash mainly because that's what I like him the most in is, is that character. Um, <clears throat> I think of him as uh, Mr. Diaz in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. He plays Rose's dad on there. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he also, you can't forget Granddaddy Daycare, which is a classic. I mean... Uh, yes. <laughs> I actually enjoyed that movie. So... Um, <laughs> I did, too. I just I just play around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the development of this film, just to give a little bit of background here, from uh, this is from the Wikipedia mm. dot org. Mm. After the success of America, American Pie presents the Book of Love, written by David H. Steinberg, um, he was hired to write the next movie in the series entitled American Pie presents East Great Falls, centered around. Four male students at East Grace, Great uh, Falls High School who all fall in love with the same female student. Universal Studios um, hired uh, new writers to uh, rewrite the uh, script and uh, flip the genders of all the characters in 2017. Mm-hmm. So... So basically, the script was originally written as a male-centered film, and then they flipped it to a female-centered film. And it, it wasn't supposed to be an American Pie film either. It was just supposed to be like a regular. Oh no! It was supposed stand- to be. It was supposed to be American Pie presents East Great Falls. Oh, okay, I got you. Which, is, yeah, which is the name of the high school? Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a good idea to kind of flip it a little bit because it's like, how many? American Pie movies do you really need where that's like the main thing I mean there's like 18 of these movies like at this point it's like you know <laughs> it'd be interesting to kind of have it flipped a little bit from a I mean not 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 so much like to force it to make it almost too ridiculous like oh you get it you get it but like still just you know it's nice to see like a different type of movie you know because I've seen all these movies every single well, not every single one of them a lot of them and I'm like Okay, I'm getting a little tired of this this trope. <laughs> yeah, I've seen all of them. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> about even that. The, even the naked, even the naked mile, I could not get through the naked mile. I I watched half of it. I'm yeah. like, I can't. I watched. I can't it. walk. Here. I watched. It okay. All. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. <laughs> that was a good day, Matt. Yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> I remember, you know, you know, so, sometimes there's those moments in your life where you just remember where you are, what you were wearing, you know, the smell in the air, all of that good stuff. Um, you know, like, you know, like the day you graduate from high school or the, you know, first date with your first true love. Or a car accident, because those are associated with um, trauma, yeah. mainly when you remember all the details. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> And speaking of trauma, 
then you remember <laughs> the time you saw American Pie presents the Naked Mile. <laughs> yeah. You remember sitting there in your bedroom really late at night and you can't think of anything to watch and you go on to Netflix and there's that movie <laughs> suggested to you for some reason because <laughs> their algorithms suck and sometimes it's like, hey, you watched Silence of the Lambs, so you might like American Pie Presents the Naked Mile. <laughs> yeah. Why? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so then you watch it just because you can't think of anything else to watch and you're half asleep. You know? <clears throat> and there's the smell in the air of desperation for something good to watch. Oh, good yeah. times. Good times. So I had another f experience kind of like that where I got onto Netflix recently and saw, hey, it's 2020 and they released another American Pie movie. <laughs> and I co-host a podcast where we tend to watch direct-to-video sequels so I was like hey <clears throat> someday I'm gonna have to watch this and that <laughs> day came Matt it came and it went <laughs> mm -hmm. and now we're here to talk about it yeah well I watched it three times so uh, for no reason at all and <laughs> yes <laughs> I do not get that, but I don't know. I, more, more power to you. I've th <laughs> there's been several movies in my life that I've watched three times, you know, yeah, or more, like Citizen Kane and <clears throat> the original American Pie. Yeah. So you want to get into this pie? Ugh, and let's 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 cut ourselves a slice here. Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, the plot of this movie is basically the plot for the first movie, kinda, but reversed. Yeah. Sexually. In a way. You, we, uh, said at the beginning, we, what happens here, Matt? I'll let you kinda guide us through, because you've seen oh. it three times. Yes. Yes. Um, so it's a little bit different, <clears throat> not just because the genders are swapped, but because all of the other, all of her friends have already had sex before. So it's not like a competition to see who can have sex by graduation or anything like that. It's, it's, um, they come up with a different, um, not really a competition, but like whatever, a different type of, um, thing. And uh, Annie, she's like she's the character that's that's a virgin, and uh, she's she was trying to, you know, um, have sex for the first time with her boyfriend the night before he goes off to college. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> you know, so she's like, he, he, you know, he was like a year older than she was, so she's still going to be in high school. And um, you know, predictably, everything goes wrong. There's you know, all kinds of hijinks, and you know. All the weird stuff happens, you know. The the guy's mom is already kind of suspicious of her, doesn't really like her, and uh, you know, so she pretends to leave, and then she goes to her car, but then she puts on like a raincoat because she's just wearing like underwear and stuff underneath it. So she like, you know, tries to like scale the rooftop and all that kind of stuff to get inside his bedroom. Meanwhile, you know, the guy's mom is baking a cake 
you know, to surprise him, you know, the night before he goes off to college. His dad is smoking pot out of a bong in like the den or something like that. I don't know. And then um and then she's gonna perform fellatio on him, but she's you know, I'm using the fancy word here because I don't I don't like to be vulgar. Whatever. So she's gonna perform the act on him, but she's got like this like thing in her mouth. I don't know what it is exactly, but something Oh, it's, like, it's it's what they call a um a dental dam. Okay, it's yeah. uh it's basically like a condom for your mouth, so you don't get. Okay, okay. so yeah. she's got that on yeah. uh, to you know to perform the act, and of course that's when uh, parents march upstairs to surprise them with this cake. Also, they they did like a video chat with his grandparents because they want to surprise them. So then, you know, they're like they're on the video call, and then. They open the door and they see what's going on. And he just like runs up and like slams the door and then knocks the cake all, you know, into his parents' faces and stuff. And then, you know, he tells his girlfriend, you got to go. I love you, but you got to get out of here. So then she runs out and then he opens the door and the cake's all splattered on his parents' faces on the computer. And she's like, your people and me just saw your, your penis or whatever. And then it's like, shoots into the next scene, da, 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 American Pie, whatever type of thing. And that's kind of where it then picks off where they're kind of making fun of Annie for, you know, screwing up so badly, and, you know, trying to have sex for the first time. And uh, they're at some, like, some kind of, like, beach party or something like that. Oh, plus two. Also, no, I, I skipped. So, like, it, it, like, it, like, it does, like, an intro for each of the main characters. So, like, that's her first intro and then it goes into like uh, all the like things. So like Stephanie Stifler, I actually really like this one a lot. So like the principal of the high school is like a really pervy dude who like hits on the female students, which is like uh, illegal, uh, even even if they are of age, because you know you're in like a position of authority, you can't do that. But he was also hitting on the underage students as well, so. She pretended to be like a dominatrix type of thing to like get him like in his underwear and stuff and handcuffs, and she had like a like a whipping sound like on her phone like an app. So he thought that she had a whip, and he's like, whoosh, making all these stupid sounds and crap like that, fucking idiot. And um, and she's like, you better retire or I'm gonna show everyone this video. I don't want you fucking up my senior year with all of your, your pervy ways of hitting on all the female students because he's a so sub like, okay. he's a sub dude he's a sub dude exactly he, he's gonna be a substitute teacher soon but uh, well maybe not even that but um because you know that, that that takes qualifications too but uh and you know having that on your record might not be a great um great who knows though you know i don't know and, you know well never mind it's, it's not donald trump's america anymore so i don't know it's not that. anyway um <clears throat> That's a whole other subject, but uh, who knows? By the so time this was released, like, it could be anybody's America. Yeah, it could be at this point. Yeah, who knows uh, <laughs> what goes on? What, what will happen in the next three, five weeks? Anyway, um, and then it's revealed that she is Stephanie Stifler. So like, oh, okay, we got the Stifler in the movie. Every American Pie movie's got to have a Stifler. That's the rule. Has to have a Stifler. Um, that's and I'm not even making it up. That's literally a rule in the American Pie franchise. You, you know. Um, E- 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 you know, the at other least, guys, they don't at least one Stifler, sometimes two. Yeah, a, yeah, at least a Stifler in the family. Doesn't have to be the main Stifler. 
um, because who knows? Because you got cousins like in Bandcamp. I think it was his younger brother. Um, I'm, I'm actually trying to remember if there was a Stifler in Book of. I think there. I'm not, I don't know. There was. There I was. It Book was of, um, Book of Love. I think there was. Um, I'll have to go back and watch that one again sometime because I love watching American Pie movies over. Naked Mile, I know, has Stifler. He was like in a, a dorm of the fraternity. Well, yeah. There was two. Uh, of, there was, was two of like them in. There was two of them in Naked Mile and uh, and uh, the, one, right. the one before it. Uh, and it's interesting because yeah. the Stiflers are different in each movie. They're not all like stupid like the main one was in the first um, American Pie movies. Yeah. So like in Naked Mile, like the guy who's like in the fraternity, he's kind of like a cool guy. He's got got all together type of thing. He's not like a kind of like a douchebag like in um you know the first American Pie movies with um what's his name? Come on, like I forgot. His Sean name. William Scott. Was... Yeah, come on, Sean really? How am I forgetting that name? Um yeah, he, he wasn't he wasn't like a douchebag like that character was. And and Stephanie Stifler, she's probably a cousin, I guess, or something like that. I don't know. Um Yeah, they don't really explain they, the, the relationship. Yeah they, yeah, they didn't say um so she, you know, blackmails, you know, her her pervy high school principal to force him to go into early retirement. So that, that was kind of cool. That's kind of set it up for me. I'm thinking like, this is going to be a kind of a cool movie. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's like an alpha move right there. I mean, she literally forces this guy into early retirement. Like that's fucking yeah. awesome. That yeah, didn't really pan out that well, but anyway, so, uh, so and then they go into, um, the, the other character, um, uh, is Kayla and she's like really insecure person. Like she's always like, trying to trick her boyfriend into like telling her that she's amazing and stuff and but she's always you know insecure like well am i as good as this person blah 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 and you know and and who's this person on your phone and all this kind of stuff and it's like uh my cousin you know and stuff like that and and so he's like the over attentive boyfriend that is is too nice to her which then makes him a bad guy because um i'm not gonna get into it because that the whole like yeah, whatever. Like, I don't want to get in trouble, but it's just kind of like it's like that weird thing where it's like you're bad, but you're too good. You're too good. You're too bad. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> not gonna get into that. But um, and and then there's um, Michelle who, for some reason, likes to pleasure herself to listening to JFK speeches. Everyone's got their own thing, I guess. Uh, so um, yeah, there's that, and then and then after they get through all the intros, then they're like at like this beach party or whatever and then they come up with this plan to like um all meet someone by prom but they spell it backwards as morp for some reason i'm not sure why and just because i thought it was cool i guess oh, and- morp is where the girls ask the guys oh i see i got you okay it's backwards it's kind of like okay. their, it's like their Sadie Hawkins dancer, okay, or, or, you know, turnaround dance or whatever. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so so they and like I guess like the the um, the trick for this one was basically that like each girl was was supposed to find a guy that they that they individually kind of need like for their own personalities. So it's like. So, like, for example, like, they want Kayla to meet someone that's not so nice because she needs someone that's not, like, 
just going to like dote on her. Whereas Stephanie Stifler, she's kind of like promiscuous and doesn't really like believe in love. So she should find someone that's kind of nice. So it's like, it's like basically like, like to find someone that they don't necessarily want, but that's more of like compatible for like their growth or whatever. Kind of, I'm not sure if I'm explaining it right, but like, yeah. that's what I got from their conversation was like, it's like this character actually, you know, should be with a nice guy because like they're like they're not growing by doing what they're doing. Whereas this person, they might need someone that's a little bit like not not too nice because that's like their crutch. I, I might be really over explaining this American Pie film. Here. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the intricate the nuances of the American Pie film, but that's but that's what I got from that. Okay, that's that's my weird interpretation. And then what else happened? I, I know which which weird shit happened. Um, uh, do you want to take a break really quick, and then we can uh, get more into the plot after that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll be right back, folks. Hello, I'm Tom. And I'm Brian. Hosts of Be Hero Fights. Home of the greatest debates of our time. We tackle the tough topics such as... Fortnite vs. Call of Duty. McDonald's vs. Burger King. John Wick vs... Wait, is... Is that really fair? Nevertheless, join us weekly on Spotify, Apple, Google, and pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. And hear the madness ensue. And as always, fight on. And we are back. Welcome back, folks. My name is Uh, Mike. This is the uh, All Too Real 2 podcast, where we are looking at the movie American Pie Girls Rules. Dude, you sound like that guy that used to be like a reporter for like ABC News. What was his name? Um, it wasn't Tom Brokaw. It was another dude. Ted Koppel? Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what you sound like right now. <laughs> I wasn't even going for that, but that works. So. I'm Ted Koppel. We're going to do the <laughs> Today in Afghanistan, the Taliban took over power because it's 1986 and I'm in the prime of my career. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Ted Koppel and this is Nightline. <laughs> wow, I think I got a new imper- impersonation in my, uh, yeah. you know, because yeah. you know what really impresses the ladies? What's that? A Ted Koppel impersonation. Oh gosh, totally. You'll be fighting them off. I mean, at oh, that I point. know. One day, yeah, I'll have all these women. Once once COVID's done, they'll they'll come closer. That's why they're staying away now, right? Well, yeah, because COVID is dangerous. So yeah, know. I I know there's a lot of people who still don't believe that COVID is real, but but it is pretty dangerous. And and that's <clears throat> and that's the reason that I'm single could be yes because all these women want to be with me but covid just keeping them away you don't need multiple women to want to be with you just you just need one so you know you don't need 10 that's true i just need my soul my soulmate what does it have to be your soulmate either it could just be uh like a lead in to your soulmate if you will, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm talking about. Um, 
What are we talking about? <laughs> American Pie Girls Rules. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what yeah. happens next in this uh, in this uh, very very convoluted plot? <laughs> yeah. Well, I made it more convoluted than what it was, but, but um, I, I think I've written like a weird philosophical thesis about this film that has nothing to do with what it actually is. <laughs> anyway, um, so basically, it becomes. Which I was not a fan of this. I was worried it was going to do this because a lot of movies that do this gender swap thing, they tend to make the female characters act as though they are the male characters. And I don't really like that because it's like, it's okay. It's great to have like, you know, female power or whatever, but like, like you don't have to then like, just like, we're just going to be like these people. Like, Cause then it's like, then it's still like about those people in a way. It's just that the new people are act- acting like them. I don't know how to explain it. I'm oh, not really yeah. explain it to me. But like that's kind of like where I was getting at. Where I'm like, like, oh, it's the girls that are all promiscuous and want to. They want to just have sex. Where it's the guys that are emotional. And it's like, why does it have to be like a flip? Like can't like can't you just do something original? Anyway, I, I'm expecting too be, much for me. I, I mean, so because so, like the reality is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, it's and I, I've seen yeah. a lot of stuff. Even like Legends of Tomorrow had an episode like that where where Ray was leaving the show. Ray Palmer was leaving the show, and they were having like a bachelor party and a bachelorette party. And the bachelor party, it was the men. They were like just talking about their feelings and stuff at the table, but the women were going crazy. And it's like, okay, I get what you're trying to say, but it's kind of comes off weird and stale. Anyway, I'm not, I don't want to get into that too much because I don't want to get in trouble. But, uh, but like, I just, I've noticed that kind of trope where it's just like, we're just going to have the female characters be like the men and then the men, it's just like, it's it's overdone. My, whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm getting too far into that. Because I don't want to get into it because that's, that's a very low point of what is actually going on in the movie. But I just, I noticed that and I'm like, I just don't really like that. Well, I mean, par- partially I you can tell that they they took us they took a script that was written for guy characters and switched them to girl characters. Yeah. I mean, they they kept the personalities probably, and I'm sure that the yeah. other the other characters were like the guy characters were probably originally female characters, obviously, and they were a little you know like quote unquote stereotypical female. And right. uh, there's also the uh, the whole um, I don't know. It's just so so you've got some of that seeping into the plot into the characters too. I'm sure. Yeah. So all right. So I'll, I'll speed up a little bit. Um, so they they uh, they go get like a sex toy for Annie at like a shop at the mall or whatever, and then like this woman who's like a customer she's like kind of like walking her through like like oh this is a great time in your life when you're like you know finding your sexuality and stuff like that i recommend this thing and you know whatever type of thing so then she ends up buying you know what one of the things that you know the, the woman recommended to her then we find out that that woman's actually the new high school principal uh, that because the other guy was in forced into early retirement after you know stephanie stifler you know blackmailed him with the, all the bondage stuff so it's like, uh oh, that's that's awkward now because you know, like, I'm playing with the toy that this woman recommended to me, and now she's like in my bedroom, and I, she's just revealed to be the new high school principal, and it's like, yeah, 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, the character of Ellen, played by Sarah Rue, who uh, yeah. yeah yeah is probably besides uh, Barry Bostwick and Danny Trejo the most well known actor in the film. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, she's been a bunch of good stuff. And, yeah. um, so she, um, she was in Can't Hardly Wait, which we've covered on this podcast. That's right, she was. Um, who does she play in that? Um, I can't. Oh. I can't remember. I just remember her being in the movie. It's sad. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the one. Um, uh, I I remember. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, so she 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 introduces herself to the house and you know to to Andy's dad, and she she of course bakes a pie and she's like the pie is still hot and all this kind of stuff. You know, it's cherry. You know, all this like you know innuendo stuff. And they're like, you know, like, you know, like, essentially eating the pie together. And meanwhile, like, her son is just, like, standing, like, sitting there, you know, in the middle of this, you know, table or whatever, because she brought brought him. And he's like, uh, I think I'm going to get going. And, and that's how they, like, you know, the dad's like, oh, you must be studying for the, the same test that Annie's studying. Let's just go introduce you to her which is still kind of weird like even if she wasn't like pleasuring herself it'd be kind of weird to just be like oh sure just go just walk right into somebody's like, bedroom and with a closed like, door what like who does that yeah anyway she could be in there changing um, her clothes yeah so that was that was kind of weird and mm-hmm. I, I even when i saw that i was like that's okay whatever and um but that's movie so that's movie up. logic though so you know it is it is so they're setting up that thing like with the the principal and like her dad is like a possible fling or relationship, but more so just a, a sexual fling, and um, it, because they're both divorced and all that kind of stuff. And anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. And um, so yeah, this guy, his name is um, Grant. He's he's like the cool guy that all the girls end up individually <clears throat> liking. They yeah. realize it at first. Because they were supposed to find different guys, and um, yeah, and they all have they, run had, in, they all have different run-ins with him and kind of fall for him. So, yeah, for various different reasons, because he's one of these characters where his personality is like so like blank in a sense that like they each like see something that they like in him. I guess in, and, in a uh, way, the the, you know, the the actor Darren Barnett, um, and the way he portrayed the role, he kind of reminds me of a young James Franco in like Freaks and Geeks or yeah. something. Yeah, That's yeah, I, I, I definitely like. got Franco vibe. Yeah, even by how he looks a little bit mm-hmm. too physically. Uh, so anyway, so Stephanie Stifler, she hits him with a golf ball in the head to get his attention because that's you know an alpha move, I guess, is to physically harm an individual in order to have them in their disoriented state want to thank you and was it a golf ball or was it or was it uh um i thought it was uh uh, um what's that uh, game lacrosse lacrosse ball yeah yeah it was lacrosse that's what it was yeah yeah um yeah, so she hits him from far away, and then she runs to his aid. Yeah, which you know that's what a good manipulator does. You know, you hurt someone, and then you come to their rescue. Not not a great um, attribute to have in life, but whatever. And so then she helps them up, and she's like, "Oh, hi." I don't remember the line. Whatever. And then that was supposed to work, but it didn't work on her. Her her seduction techniques didn't work on her. So then and this is where it gets weird. 
because like they really rushed this plot line like, in my opinion because the movie's only 95 minutes long <clears throat> and there's this character named Emmett and she used to be friends with this kid when they were little kids but they haven't talked in like eight years because she like said that he wet his pants once in front of school and then it really embarrassed him and then out of the blue she wants it's, it's kind of like him, the but, speaking of can't hardly wait like the relationship between uh um, Lauren Ambrose's character and Seth Green's yeah. character in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. Uh, you know, she, she wanted to climb the social ladder. So she humiliated him in order to, uh, you know, get up there. <clears throat> and he's, you know, doing his own thing. He's, he's, you know, got his own interest and he's, you know, he's comfortable with himself. He's not, you know, he's not like, he's not like a little smarmy, you know, kid. He's likes himself. You know who he is, and you know he because he's friends with that with Grant. She wants to basically like have Emmett like tell her all of his like weak spots essentially in order to like, get to know him and stuff like that. And she you know willing to pay him like a hundred bucks. Well, she's got to pay him twenty dollars, and he's like he's a great friend of mine. How dare you? My, my minimum is a hundred dollars or whatever, and. Um, so then she so they start hanging out and of course you know how the movie's gonna progress is that she's gonna get closer to him while she's supposed to be learning how to seduce the other guy really boilerplate stuff um you know i I could see that from a mile away like when she's in his bedroom she's in his bedroom and she sees like an old photograph of the two of them when they were little kids i'm like yeah there it is there it is right there oh yeah you know (laughs) well the minute they started talking i kind of saw that coming (laughs) yeah yeah exactly like even before that too because when he was doing the morning announcements even before all this and she was like, kind of like smiling, like when he was doing the morning announcements, yeah. like she thought it was cute or something like that. So I don't know. I was, but that that was during my second viewing where I started picking up all the nuances of the American Pie film. Well, so. that's why you have to watch an American Pie movie several times, at least because at least a minimum the, three times. Because because yeah. a good American Pie movie is like an onion; it has layers. And um, yeah, wait, <laughs> uh, onion pie. Wait, what? <laughs> Pie, no. <laughs> and, 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 and and onions give me migraines. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah. Well, it sucks. Yeah, I, I th- you 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 can draw to the conclusion of what that means all you want. Yeah, exactly. I'm not Wait, saying what? that. I'm not saying directly that American Pie movies give me migraines. <laughs> Just saying that American Pie movies are like an onion; they have layers. Yeah. Well, there you go. Many layers. Um, sadly, no no Eugene Levy in this film yeah um, it's, it's the only one without eugene levy really wow yeah. it, it it's noticeable because he kind of he's like the glue i think that holds together all those movies <laughs> they should have i mean i think they should have brought in some character from one of the other movies just to yeah have a, a glue or a connection there but um yeah because because you know when, whenever you had uh, like- mr levinson in those movies it made sense even though sometimes it never made sense why he was in the movies, but <laughs> right, exactly. No, but, he's like, but you How know, would he just show up everywhere. <laughs> but Eugene Levy, you know, was probably too busy doing Shit's Creek to do this and other things too. And plus, yeah, or, I'm sorry, yeah. but Shit's Creek is going to take precedence over yeah. this. <laughs> Especially since, I mean, this was obviously filmed before that, but now he's an Emmy Award-winning actor from that show. So, 
Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> so, can you help me out here? What else? I, I'm kind of skipping a timeline a little bit. Okay. Here. I know so, was, I, so, so there's there's uh, another character, uh, Michelle, who uh, also kind of had a thing for Grant, like everybody else does. She uh, there, there's a character who's like the assistant or second in command of the principal named Oliver played by Christian mm-hmm. Valderrama who by the way is the nephew of Wilmer Velber- Valderrama but um from that 70s show mm. and NCIS and other things um anyways he, he uh he's like you know in love with this girl she's in love with Kennedy he does a Kennedy impersonation they fall in love eventually I'm cutting out a lot, but I'm just giving you that plot line. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it's pretty much one of this. He's he's, he's he's kind of a nerdy guy, you know, obsessed with Kennedy. She's a nerdy girl obsessed with Kennedy. Put them together. What do you got? Yep. Two nerdy people in love with Kennedy. Anyways, um, yep. that deserved to be together. Um, and when I say Kennedy, I don't mean the MTV VJ. I mean John... F. Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not that candy. You know? no. <laughs> That'd be even weirder. <laughs> Malibu's most wanted. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, so anyways, that, that's one of the plot points. Uh, eventually, they end up together. Um, at one point, um, Annie goes to visit her... Did we talk about this yet? Visit her boyfriend in college. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she goes to visit her boyfriend in college to try to, you know, sleep with him and surprise him. And uh, she catches him in his dorm room um, getting a blowjob from some random girl. Yeah. And so that ends that. Um, Grant finds out that he's basically part of a bet. And so you, you, so you have the she's all that moment where I was a bet, I was a fucking bet, you know. Anyways, and then um, <laughs> right, right. So uh, you know, it wasn't really a bet; it was a, you know, whatever. But that's basically what it is. It's you know, where your your stupid plan, you fall in love with the person you put into the situation, and then you know, yeah, you got to have your romantic comedy, you know barrier there so they can't get together so annie yeah um you know grant really likes annie they start getting closer and getting to know each other um stephanie basically you know like he said falls for that other dude um for for uh for emmett which i was happy to see that name being used in a movie because my late grandfather's name was emmett and anytime I see yeah. that name used, I, I get happy about it. So, um, yeah. but anyways, uh, so, so eventually what, what happens is there's the, the morp dance, the backwards prom where everybody's supposed to dress up in, uh, their, uh, pajamas. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. <laughs> and, um, all the girls go together, um, and then the uh, you know Stephanie and Michelle and Kayla basically are there with their guys. Basically, Kayla ends up getting back together with her dude after making him jealous and all this other shit. Yeah. Um, 
So then they all end up at the dance. The girls and the guys put together a plan to get um, to get Grant to come there and realize that you know he's he's uh, meant to be with Annie. And then everybody has sex. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there, there's like, That's like Annie and Grant have sex in this uh, tent that they set up on the <clears throat> middle of the uh, the lacrosse or football field or whatever it is. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, it's and then uh, you know, Michelle and Oliver have sex after he does his uh, impersonation of, uh, of 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 Kennedy. Which isn't quite as good as my Ted Koppel, by the way. But um, yeah, it, it, yeah. If he, if he if he had Ted Koppel, he would have been sleeping with like six different women. I and, know. Or girls. That's what I'm telling point. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Ch- Chad Koppel. That should be his nickname. Um. <laughs> yeah. So so, anyways, then 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 you know everybody lives happily ever after, and they dance during the credits. Yep. There it is. That's. American Pie, Girls Rules. <laughs> yep. Do you want to take another quick break here, Matt, and then we'll come back and uh, I can sure. read I can read some uh, reviews of the movie. Sure. Okay, we'll be right back. Do you have dreams that you want to achieve but are scared to do so due to self-doubt, fear, and other people's criticism? I have just what you need. You need a dose of the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast where I interview guests that will motivate and inspire you to stop at nothing to achieve your dreams and always remember if you believe you can achieve We are back. How are you, folks? My name is Michael E. Cullen II. And we are talking about American Pie Girls Rules. (laughs) So anyways, uh, do you want me to read a couple of uh, reviews here, user reviews from the uh, Internet Movie Database? Yes, I would like that. Okay, here's a one-star review from Rebecca's Frida. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, this was hey. this was um, on October seventh of twenty twenty. Um, one out of ten stars. How can the director have the courage to screw up the franchise name? A silly film <laughs> of idiots in love. Um. Cade the real Stifler, this woman is nothing at all. I don't know what that means. Um, so, okay, another one. This is from Christos Rokos on October 6th of 2020. The perfect way to destroy the American Pie saga is this movie. Do yourself a favor, never watch it. I will try really hard to forget what that I watch it. I okay. think he meant that I watched it. 
but he just says, I watch yeah. it. Okay. He or she, whatever. I'm thinking Christos is a boy. Okay. Another one out of ten star here is Pathetic by Hadik five six six eight zero. Hadik Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Okay. Anyways. It says pathetic. It was incredibly bad. It has nothing to do with the previous successful American Pie movies. Okay, here we go. Another one out of ten. The one that effectively killed the franchise from Smashing Steve. This female-centered American flop pie flick is sadly not very funny. Completely sanitized film with lazy writing and directing. The worst offense is a very forced feminist message. But before oh, the boy. yeah, but before the pitchforks and fires come out, I am all for equal rights. But crudely forcing the message in every bit of a once popular entertainment property doesn't work. Well, hello, Ghostbusters, Terminator, Dark Fate, and Charlie's Angels. This latest <laughs> gasp of American Pie will go down in history as the one that effectively killed the once-hit comedy franchise. Oh, boy. I kind of love the anti-feminist rants like, about American Pie. Like, they're going to ruin our, our sacred American Pie. But 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 he's not anti-feminist because oh, he, of be, because in there he said something like what did he say he said he said don't get me wrong right. I'm all for you know because <laughs> when you say something like you know before the pitchforks come out that definitely means that you're not being sarcastic yeah. or anything like that uh, and like I said earlier I do think that sometimes these things can feel a little forced i do think that's a legitimate critique without necessarily being labeled a bad person for having that critique yeah but but my issue with it is is when he references the ghostbusters which i thought was a really good movie actually right but i mean i had some issues with it i mean my issues had nothing to do with the 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 quote-unquote feminist um you know invasion (laughs) invasion of a property or whatever Um, right right yeah God. I still have yet to see Dark Fate or the new Charlie's Angels, so I can't comment on those, so I don't know. But um the uh yeah. um here's a really uh well put all cap all all caps review here from SS Monray. Um one out of ten. It's definitely not American Pie. Ellipses. <laughs> WTF. Ellipses. You ruined it. Ellipses. <laughs> and then like eight angry emojis. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, that's opinions here. some of the best writing <laughs> and reviewing I've seen since, you know, like Pauline Kael used to review movies back in the 40s or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um... <laughs> Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, basically, I'm looking for a, a good review of the movie. Oh, you're not going to find one because they probably, um, what's the word where they just they put a bunch of negative reviews on purpose so that, um, what's well, it called? There's a name for it. Um, oh, like, like, 
review bombing and stuff. Yeah, they probably yeah. did a bunch of that. So, but uh, I mean, the the main main thing here is like you know, I don't look to. Uh, that's usually something you see on like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff like that. Okay, not on uh, IMDb. Um, like the highest rating I've seen is like a five out of ten. So, and that one itself, okay. and that one itself says that it's just it's it's a film for a very narrow audience. Anyways, anything else, Matt? Before we uh, wrap things up here on the review of American Pie Girls Rules, which you can now see on Netflix currently as we record this. Yeah, that's on Netflix. I wish I didn't forget a lot of stuff in the movie because I watched it three times, you know. And other movies I've watched once, I can remember everything. Maybe I've just it's, got a lot it, going on in my mind or something that. Well, it's it's also it's it's a very predictable script and it's kind of forgettable. You know, it's like yeah, it's true. It's it's like how they 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 the stereotype about like you know eating like Chinese food that you're hungry an hour later. Right. When you watch this movie, it might satisfy you for a minute or two while you're watching it, but then an hour or so later, you want to watch a different movie. <clears throat> yeah. Then you just forget it and just forget that you ever watched it. And yeah, um, because the the feminists <laughs> are stealing away all of our great movie franchises. But you know what the good it, good thing is, Matt? If you've forgotten what happened in the movie, you can watch it three times like you did and enjoy it just as well each time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or not enjoy. Maybe it that's just part as of well. the plan is just to get your people watching it. <laughs> yeah, or not enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyways, I, just, no, I, I, don't I, I was just going to say, anyways, I, um, if you guys liked this episode or any of our episodes, please check out our Patreon. Um, you know, we're going to start having a lot of cool stuff on there. Um, you can maybe get some episodes early and things of that, um, nature. Um, there's probably some, uh, ads on here for some other podcasts too. of some people that reached out to me to advertise on here and, uh, check out their shows too, you know? They're probably good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, they are. Um, anyways, <laughs> the uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't attach them if they weren't. And uh, also uh, check out our T Public and buy some uh, buy some stuff. And during this time where uh, where we got uh, COVID going on and everything, I'll have some stuff in the show notes again as usual lately, where you can help out. You know, some people that need help during these tough times that we're going through in this country and in the world. Yeah. And, um, also, um, check out Matt's music and stuff. Cause Matt, yeah, if you want, to. Matt's, Matt's a kick, kick ass music guy. <laughs> kick ass music guy. I like that. That's a good, yeah. that's a yeah. good, good he, tagline. He has that tattooed right on his chest. It says kick ass music guy. Yeah. And, um, no. <laughs> No, no, I, I got, no, I got, I got Ted Koppel tattooed across. The oh, chest, you do? So yeah. Well, I was hoping that it was like on your back, like Roger Stone's um, Richard Nixon tattoo. No, that's um, <laughs> that's uh, Tom Brokaw's on my back. So. Oh, okay, gotcha. That that's cool. Of course, you got to have him there. You know, <laughs> I've got a, uh, you know, I named both of my arms. My 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 one's named Peter, and the other's named Jennings, and um. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with us anyways um 
If anyone who's like under the age of like thirty is not going to get old, any like, of these references. These were, all, these were all news reporters from like when we were kids. <laughs> <So I was laughs> like, they were really popular at the time. You don't understand, <laughs> yeah. okay? The Whatever sad, the sad mean, thing is, is right now I don't. I mean, besides like Lester Holt, I don't think I can name anybody that hosts like the yeah. news. So it's like <laughs> back then, the the evening news was a big deal. Seven o'clock. Yeah, that's usually when people are eating dinner. And this was before before Fox and MSNBC yeah, and stuff. So yeah, so this was like it wasn't twenty four hour. Well, CNN did start around that yeah. time, but this was before. 24-hour news was like a normal thing so it was like oh seven <laughs> o'clock world because it was it was world news and, and national news it wasn't just what's going on in your city it was the national news and the world news so you know it was a big deal you know this was like your your gateway into like the outside world a little bit and ted koppel or and or Peter Jennings and Tom Brokaw was your your guy, your Saint Peter. Yeah, well, T- Ted Koppel was the Nightline uh, guy, and then uh, oh, okay, yeah, and right. then, then you had Peter Jennings, Tom Brokaw, and Dan Rather were our guys. <laughs> yeah, before okay, Dan Rather, there was Walter Cronkite when I was a kid. It was like, yeah, I noticed that all these guys, I'm Walter um, Cronkite, <laughs> and that's the way it is. Okay, that's a really and, yeah, bad. You, Walter you will Cronkite. notice that all these guys are uh, guys, and uh, and. I, White. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was listening. So, 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 and, and these guys, you know, like like Walter Cronkite. I mean, I don't know about these other guys, but Walter Cronkite had the the great, you know, sign off where he would say, "And that's the way it is." Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, it's like I, I heard an awesome thing. I don't even remember what podcast it was, but the guy the guy signed off, and he says, he says, and just remember, every great radio guy has a good sign off. <laughs> that was his sign off. <laughs> Something of that nature. I was just like, that's funny. Um, that's great. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, anything else, Matt, before we uh, wrap things up here? No, just, just, uh, just, just copple your way out of life, man. Just, you know, be, be like Ted Koppel and just, just, um, just don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's not at all his slogan. <laughs> be like Ted Koppel and don't give a fuck. <laughs> remember that, I folks. Like, remember that. I, yeah, remember that. <laughs> no truer words have ever been said. And another yep. thing that I'm sure <laughs> is needed to be heard. Wear a fucking mask. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.